You're listening to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, episode 24. This week, we're celebrating a year doing the cast, and we'll be selecting our top covers from the year. Hooray! You've woken up in a garden of sound, but don't lose faith or go live in excess. You'll need to travel by Zeppelin, but beware of the cougar and the john. But don't worry, that leopard's pretty much deaf. To get going, just hail the van we sent, but be careful to watch the top when you enter, and then get some Z's and drive over. It's just Nirvana inside, with some roses and some cold 45s for you. It's on us, we won't be petty. But don't lick the metal like Gabriel did. That was disgusting. But do enjoy Chef Pearl's magic white colored jam sandwich and nine inch press on nails if you need them. On the way to the airport, make sure to stop at the Masonic Temple to pick up the pilots, or Aerosmiths they like to be called. Just warning you though, Captain Floyd is weird, he wears pink and always eats those red hot peppers. Then just board Primus, our blimp, and you'll be done. When you land, you'll meet your hosts, Rob Heitman and Jacob Newkirk. <laughs> Do you catch it all? <laughs> wow. You always one-up your game every time. I was like, what could I do this week? I, I really didn't know. And I was like, oh, you know what I can do? You know what I can do? I can do magical things. That sounded like a challenge. Yeah, I decided just to do all of the artists we've covered so far. All mm-hmm. 23 of them. Wow, 23. Yeah, I, actually, I didn't get Van Hagar, but I got Van Halen. You were Halen That's the right. Van or whatever, yeah. Which is the one, one item, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, anyway... <laughs> Welcome to the Dirty Dozen Podcast, where we rank the Dirty Dozen or top 12 songs while discussing the music and pounding back a few brews. I'm Rob. And I'm Jake. I'd like to thank everyone who's been active on our Facebook page. And just thank you, everybody. Uh, I I'm, don't want to even single anybody out this time. <laughs> Everybody's been so wonderful over the year. Uh, it's great to see that community build up a little bit. And thank you. Please come with suggestions. There's a couple su- suggestions we did two this year from suggestions we need more beer suggestions we need mm. more alcohol suggestions for that but we also need yeah, some content some bands content <clears throat> some bands you love i said rob i can't believe you haven't done erasure yet Bee Gees. the Bee Gees. Oh, yeah. yeah or air supply we haven't done air supply <laughs> <laughs> all right we just finished our video and you'll see it today so check it out it's on youtube Right now, I know it's kind of weird getting used to going to YouTube only, but I think we're just going to do it there mm-hmm. and not get it on Facebook. I have to spend money all of a sudden to get it, anybody to see anything the yeah. way that they have the th- things run, and it's kind of silly. Please check it out there. Like it. Subscribe. Do all that fun stuff on YouTube. We did Jake's favorite drink today. Yeah. A combo of the best. It was a combo of the best. Um, I'll give you a hint. We had vodka. We had... Some famous hot sauce, <laughs> which will be named, well, it'll be named, it's the bombs hot sauce, and we had some mayo, and we had some fun. <laughs> we did something called the tapeworm tape yeah. shot, yeah. This good. one was a doozy, for sure. Yeah, especially when you add the, the bomb in there. I'm still feeling it in my gut. Oh, I know. And my like lips. We've already broken into the beers. Huh, just letting you know. Mouthwash. Uh, you needed something. Oh my gosh, my mouth is still on fire. <laughs> And it serves me right, really. It serves us yeah, right. Yeah, this is your idea. Because well, it serves me right more than anything. Then it's the second time we did it, and the first time was yeah, bad. Yeah. And I'm like, like, let's do that again. Let's do that again <laughs> for our anniversary. <laughs> let's do that. That'll be fun. Let's Sign do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, Jake. Mm. So, what's your thought a year in? It went quick. It's it's been fun. It's a it's a lot of work, but it also is um it pays off. It's fun while we're doing it, and just to think about applying our 
music snobbery to uh, this project. It's just fun to kind of, you know, entertain the idea and go through and have the banter and just talk about music, which we do anyway. So might as well just record it. Is there a band that surprised you? Um, probably, if I think about it. I think every one of them it does because you have to actually um, intentionally listen, go through all material with that different ear to see what stands out. And you, every band we've done, I get a different appreciation for. So it's not just like we'll go through and pick out songs we already know. We make sure to treat this with that respect and, and to like read some stuff and do our homework. And so, yeah, you, you end up being a, a different fan of the band than you were before. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I had a blast. It's like we said, we just love to talk about music yeah. anyway. So, and the deep dive, it's just like you're saying, it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's deeper than ever before. And the growth that we went through or I went through on the technology end or yeah. whatever since the episode one where we we were using a USB mic and a condenser mic, mm-hmm. both which were wrong for the job, right? <laughs> and yeah, and now we have some really good sure mics and we have a nice audio interface and I'm, I'm learning how to do <laughs> logic and I'm much better with it and adding EQs and all this other fun stuff to make it sound better. And I hopefully that's uh, the mixing and sound balancing has been better as it moves on. Uh, Yeah. When we first started, we actually just selected our dirty dozen. We didn't put them in any order. Yeah. It evolved slowly over time into the format that we have now. Yeah. And John Mellencamp did it because what we used to do is we used to go album by album. Yeah. Jake, do you have any of them in your dozen? Any, Any in your dozen? And no, no, no. But then John Cougar Mellencamp or John Mellencamp or whatever, uh, he had 24 so albums or something yeah. like that, 25 <laughs> albums. So like, yeah. hold on, we got to do something different. And it turned out it was a blessing. Yeah, it's a good format. Because yeah. the adding the 12 has brought so much more interest to our conversation mm-hmm. and much more you can needle people a little bit. Yeah. Not that it's in your 12. It's in my 12. Oh, I just missed my 12. Okay. But, yeah, it adds but a little... But you're putting that song number one, so right. you're out of your mind. You have you to know kind of I mean? defend sort of your choice now and where you would listen a priority or importance, whereas before we just acknowledged together that, yeah, the song's important. But it's it's fun. Good banter. And, uh, yeah. And, and we also talked about going back to some of those old ones and thinking, like, what if we had to reprioritize the list for Soundgarden? How would that look, you know? So... Maybe someday we'll get back around to that. but Yeah, and like hit the cool. ones and actually put them in order. Or maybe mm-hmm. we'll just do that online or do like a quick yeah, uh, that's true. a quick something or a short episode one week. We had some really good beer, right, along mm-hmm. the way. Uh, we started doing a beer, an episode, so that's 23 beers or 20 for you. and Or 20, 21, because I'm already started drinking today. Mm-hmm. So, sorry. <laughs> but... Yeah, I had a great time hanging out with you, and yeah. you know we got to know each other even even better than we did before, and yeah. and even I got to hang out with Stephen Petrie and Alan Campbell and Jason Wick. who came in and did a great job on a one-off thing. Oh, I'm holding this this piece of paper that I don't actually have. It's, it's digital. <laughs> it's cardboard paper. Cardboard paper. I'm holding our first dirty dozen of the day. I'm holding the episode rankings as of this morning. We're well well past 1,200 downloads. Nice. The episode ranks, I'm going to start from 12, and there's a tie at 12. So it's actually 12 and 13, but they're both 12. Is it one of the newer ones? Tied for number 12 was Def Leppard and Metallica. Oh, wow. Okay. Number 11 was Van Halen. Okay. Not Hagar, Halen. Number 10 was Faith No More. Hmm. Number 9 was Led Zeppelin. And then there was a tie for eight, which is Nirvana and ZZ Top. (laughs) 
Then there's no seven because ZZ Top and Aeros- they were tied, right? Yeah. And then there's a tie for six, which is Tom Petty and Aerosmith. Okay. And number five, Van Hagar. Really? <laughs> yeah. By a you know by a decent it's margin over Tom Petty. We yeah. never know which one's gonna be uh, popular. Which one's gonna hit more than another? Okay, number four, Allison Chains. Good. Number three, and a bit of an upset. John Mellencamp. <laughs> that was a fun one. Number two, take a guess. I think you got two. I get the top two. I think you get. I feel like NXS is NXS is two. Okay, which uh, is another interesting one. Who would have thought? Like if I thought if we did it in NXS, it would be one of those kinds. Like maybe a few people would be into that. But look at this. I yeah, know. I know. It's, it's a, our second most popular. Yeah. And plus, we got a bunch of Australians who tuned in for that one. So we appreciate you out there, all of you. Yeah. And number one, of course, was our first podcast, because usually when people find us, they go right back to the beginning, and they hit Soundgarden, which was our first one. And it's a great band on top of it. Totally. Yeah. And I even like brought that back from the first audio clip of me playing that song. Yeah, I heard that. Underneath, yeah. yeah. So, so that's it. I thought that would be a fun way to start before we actually jump into the 12. Oh, let me just do the the read before we begin we'll be critically reviewing songs and we'll share under 15 seconds of each tune unless there is a specific issue or criticism that we may need to highlight and then we may do a second clip we've made apple music and spotify playlists just search official dirty dozen on either service to listen to each of our tunes in their entirety this way all the money for playing tunes will always head back to the specific artist we have also created a current episode playlist, which will automatically update to each podcast to the current podcast so subscribe once and always be updated you should just burp that whole thing. I should have. <laughs> Before we get into that, let's talk about this beer that we have here. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm not going to rhyme anymore. Unveiled Brewing Company Double IPA. And yeah. Jake, where do you say they were from? I'm trying to read on here. It looks like maybe Louisiana, or that's where it's canned. Nice. I've seen it around lately, but was curious about it. I never picked it up. It has a cool graphic on it with that rabbit but there's like half of its x-rays you see in its bones i was kind of hoping there was rabbit in it but it doesn't taste like yeah it's made of rabbit bone <laughs> some voodoo in here but yeah it's pretty tasty it doesn't taste like a double ipa to me though i was expecting more of a stronger flavor but it's good eight percenter yeah it's got some grassy notes i think mm-hmm. um I'm trying to get it it's kind of balanced. It's good. Yeah, it's smoother than smooth. I thought for a double IPA. It's not overly carbonated. It's just it's good. You know, it's just. <laughs> By the way, you're burping over there. I wouldn't. Well, that wasn't yeah. from that. That was from the the bomb. Oh, that's right. And people may not have heard me burp because I may have. Edited, oh, you edited. Uh, yeah. <laughs> magic editing. The magic of editing. Okay, well, let's just jump into the dirty dozen of the covers, and what we did is we limited it to one cover per artist. And we picked one from each of the bands that we did. That's 22 because we only did one from Van Halen. We did Van Halen and Van Hagar in our list. We just picked one from Van Halen. And then we take those out of the ones we selected and make our Dirty Dozen. So we're going to do a Dirty Dozen like we always do. So Jake, what is your number 12? Yeah, This one, to add to what you're saying, it's difficult even when it's one band when we do this, let alone... Many bands covering many other bands. So this was, sure. it was easier, but also uniquely difficult in a way that I'm not used to. But I was noticing going through the material, there's like kind of three categories of these covers of like the bands that covered it exactly, the ones that would put their own little touch on it, and the ones that made it their own entirely for them. Sure. And then it made me think of like, well, which ones are 
more important the ones that are really like you know that reinvented it or the ones that did it exactly that way so i mean all that to be said i kind of just jumped in i don't know we'll see so yeah my number 12 i'm going to start with aerosmith and it's their beatles cover of come together and i'm as you know i'm not a beatles fan but this i feel like it's a good example of a song that became equally theirs not just a cover but it's like when you hear that song you, you think of aerosmith you know it's a beatles cover but they did it so much like the original but it still sounds like them i felt like it just should be represented but not um high on the list so i threw them in at number 12. okay yeah it's an interesting choice see it's going to be interesting if we even have any of the same yeah well i think uh, we will but i yeah, think we will some, on one or two there might but, be some far but they may not be so. on the list here's jake's aerosmith pick on number 12 yeah of the ultimate covers from this year from these yeah. bands. Yeah, from these bands from this year. Okay, <laughs> there's a caveat. Uh, Come Together by Aerosmith. All right, that's Jake's number 12. And I picked my number 12 especially <laughs> to annoy Jake. <laughs> You do that. <laughs> Just go out of my way. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm like, there's, there's, to be quite frank, I have five songs uh-huh. that were vying to be my number 12 song. Yeah, easily. And, I agree. And I went yeah. through and I had it down. Like, there were more that I could have considered, but I went down. I'm like, okay, these are the five that are really, really there. I spent time just listening to those. And I'm like, okay. At the end of the day, I tend to fall on the, the side of if I think that song was theirs at any point in my life. Yeah. It may be a better cover for them, right? This one, as I said, I picked mostly to annoy you, but actually it was an important song nevertheless. It's from Pearl Jam. Mm-hmm. It's called Last Kiss. <laughs> I hate that song. So I know much. you do. <laughs> well, but Of every cover you could have picked, you got the right well, one. To in a band you. I was briefly in in North Carolina, we actually covered this. Um, oh, that's right. I remember it was um, <laughs> making the rounds at the time. <laughs> And this song always sort of reminds me of Pearl Jam, although it was some other song from uh, Wayne Cochran and the CC Riders, who I never heard. But you have to give it to Eddie Vedder. All of the proceeds, which is about $10 million from the song they made, the entirety of it all went to the refugees at Kosovo. Huh. So they just gave it all away That's cool. for something they believed in. I believe in. it. You heard that song every day, every hour on the radio. So yeah, I'm I mean, sure it made a lot of money. It was big, and it, but it brought... Outside of that, and I think the benefit they got for, even though they gave away the $10 million, yeah, was it brought them back to the forefront of music, and it got people thinking of Pearl Jam again, because I think it was starting to wane at that point. Uh, I want to get an extra long listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's listen to Last Kiss, my number 12. My Sing along, Jake. <laughs> Okay, that's my number 12, Last Kiss. And it's the most morbid song of all time, I think, too. It is dark, yeah. I haven't heard it in a long time, so it wasn't as painful. I think it's just, I just remember being overloaded with it. into my ears over and over, and yeah. You know, everybody has that phase, in, you know, in college. It's okay. okay. <laughs> Experimenting. <laughs> I don't know, but the ear, whatever. Yeah. He's into ears, ladies and gentlemen. He's into ears. <laughs> all right. It was a phase. <laughs> okay, my number 11 is a Tom Petty song, which is originally covered by The Birds. 
Mm-hmm. It's I'll feel a whole lot better off of Full Moon Fever. The clean chord changes always got me with the song anyway. I remember when I got Full Moon Fever, I was heavy into that album. It's back you in the days, the kids, when you actually bought an album and you when you bought it, you're kind of locked into it. So you listen to that Start to finish, for yeah. like a month or a month or so and then you moved on to the next one or whatever. But I just remember that album being great and I, I liked it and I, I didn't even know it was a Birds cover. I, mm. You could ask me who the Birds songs were. I mean, mm. to every day, turn, turn, turn. I thought that was a Birds maybe. I don't even know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, who knew, right? But I love the call and answer and the harmonies in it. And it's just a really good tune. It's love the changes, love the guitar. It's great. Let's listen to Feel a Whole Lot Better by Tom Petty, my number 11. Do what you do. I didn't know that was a cover, actually. And, well, that was yeah. it. I was mm-hmm. I was shocked when I found that that was a cover. I said, "Oh, that's why I said the birds." Yeah. I mean, that was it's not part of my listening vernacular. I think. Mm-hmm. So, what do you have at number eleven? Uh, my number eleven is going back to Pearl Jam. I had a different pick. No, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, I settled on, you know, they they've done some who, but I picked that love, rain over me. Because I, I'm not a big Who fan, really, but I really love the intensity that Eddie's vocals were when he, he does that, like the Roger Daltrey raspy kind of scream part. The live version, I feel like it has been better than the one that was the track that was released, but vocally, it's why I picked this one. Let's hear Jake's number 11, Love, Rain or Me. <laughs> that's rain over me or me sorry <laughs> over me obviously this apostrophe was so they couldn't write an mv because it's just too from. much yeah or uh, but a really good tune i had to dig quite often to find it it's not in spotify but it is all over the place in apple music so it's weird mm. that they're different there yeah sometimes. apple music has all of the uh bootlegs or enough bootlegs remember they put out all of those albums yeah, from Chicago did, yeah. or that was from a like uh, hundred of them or something. <laughs> the version we just listened to was from Pearl Jam, Chicago, Illinois on the 2nd of August, 2007. So, Oh, I could tell. Yeah. So, but it was really, <laughs> you thought it was St. Louis, but then, then yeah, you said like, that little wait. extra note and I was like, Oh wait, yeah. that's Chicago. I'm yep. like, I got it. It sounds like a <laughs> Chicago crowd to me. Ah, that's what it is. <clears throat> All right. So Jake, what is your number 10? Okay. I feel like this band made it their own, but still paid respect to the original. So this is Leonard Skinner, and it's uh, got the same old blues, a J.J. Kale song. Really? I am shocked, um, actually. Yeah? I think they nailed the groove of the original, because that first, the original is super groovy, but they put their little su- subtle southern Skinner touch on it, and it's, it's just perfect. Yeah, that same old blues. No, I, I actually do like that song. I was just shocked that... that of all of the the covers they had, there was a couple that jumped out, and and it was it was hard for me not to pick one of them. Yeah, but that's the problem is yeah. all the others are so much theirs. I feel like where it's hard to pick it because 
I feel like it's more um, identified with them and not the original writer. Right. No, I get That's it. where this became a challenge, I think, in picking a lot of these. Where sure, I, sure. I so much wanted to pick some obvious ones because they made the song great, but I felt like it, I don't know, it was my no, own rules the, that I applied. No, it's a fantastic them. song if they didn't have a couple other ones that I would have picked, maybe. <laughs> I got the same old blues by Leonard Skinner. That's right, right there, I'll tell you. All right, let's listen to that. Okay, that's same old blues Good off stuff. of "Give Me Back My Bullets" by uh, Leonard Skinner, and it's interesting that Skinner has a lot of covers. They put probably like one or so on most of their albums. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm up now. Huh? Yeah, you're too. Oh, you did Aerosmith, so I'm going to pick another Aerosmith <laughs> as my number 10. And I'll I'll give it away. I'll say it's Big Joe Williams who originally sang it. So you know who it is. You know the song now, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Baby, Please Don't Go off of Honkin' oh, yeah. for Bobo. I know that's one of your favorites. This yeah. Time. It made my song of note when we mm-hmm. covered it. And I'm like, I have to put that on there. There was a couple other ones. That I'm like, oh, that's really good. That's good. They did that. Or Train Kept a Rolling. Or a bunch of them that I'm like, oh, that's really what I yeah. thought that I was going to put. But after I listened to it again, I was like, I have to put this song. Bass is killer. The slide and the grit on the track is just amazing. The echo on the guitar. Oh, Anyway, here is a Baby Please Don't Go. My number 10. so good i just want to listen to the whole thing that is really good i agree <laughs> that's what i want to cover you know what i mean that's what i want to play yeah it's just fantastic anyway um baby please don't go my number 10 off of honka for bobo by aerosmith okay my number nine this is when it started getting a little rough picking the right one but this one i remember when this song came out and it's one of these i bought this album it was called little known album called super unknown <laughs> by soundgarden and when I bought the CD for this, uh, I converted all my tapes to CDs or the ones that I really liked. Remember when CDs came out, it was kind of like everybody switched over. It's like mm. only for the good stuff. You know what I mean? And yeah, I resisted for a long time. Right. But, I would tape all my friends' CDs, just record them so I could listen to them on tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Sony started getting the uh, – they tried to put – uh, safety on it so that it, yeah. if you ever tried to record it, it would be like, bleep, 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 bleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, and that didn't go over well for them, I don't think. Yeah. And then came the internet. Yep. <laughs> but I remember when I, it came as a bonus CD when I bought uh, Super Unknown, uh, the name of the song that I liked, and it was a band that I used to love growing up. It was one of my first cassettes. Uh, it's a band called Devo, mm-hmm. and the name of the song is Girl You Want. It's a good tune. It's fantastic. Uh, always had a spot in my heart for Devo and to hear Soundgarden come up and play it yeah. I was like in a cool way in, yeah. a, in an updated way I'm they seem like more... two different worlds but it, it made sense when they oh, it was so good yeah, and yeah. Chris Cornell just killed it uh, anyway Girl You Want it's my number nine <laughs> Okay, that's my number nine. Uh, 
just didn't listen to all of it, but had to listen to a little bit more. I'm sorry, you're only getting 15 seconds of goodness. Mm-hmm. But you know, check out our uh, you know our our list on uh, Spotify and Apple Music. Okay, Jake, girl, you want was my number nine. What do you have at your number nine and your number eight? I have another uh, Seattle band here. Okay, as, as my number nine. This one's Allison Chains. Really not known for many covers, but uh, they I have had, two. Yeah, I had this one on a demo tape back in the day. It surfaced in different bootlegs that I've had, but uh, it's Suffragette City, the David Bowie tune. Kind of shows their glam roots, but with that high energy rock that you could still hear what makes them them in in this uh, this cover. Yeah, it's a it's a really good tune. So anyway, here's Suffragette City, David Bowie song, done by Allison Chains. Jake's number nine. Okay, so we're getting City by Alice in Chains, which is going to be hard to find. So if I can't find it on either Apple Music or on Spotify, I will have it listed on a YouTube version on our notes okay. so you may have to go directly it's on that. the music bank box set i have I, I don't know if that's on spotify but yeah it's <clears throat> we'll get that to you uh, any way we can and that was a david bowie cover which is kind of cool and uh what do you have at number eight my friend my number eight is uh, a sun garden song okay not the one you picked although that was a good one sure the first one i was leaning towards actually i found out wasn't technically Soundgarden it was more Temple of the Dog it was off of uh, Jimi Hendrix tribute album was those those guys McCready and Ament and then Chris Cornell and Cameron and they did the song um, Hey Baby but I found out that's not Soundgarden and uh, I couldn't officially make that a Soundgarden well, that's, cover and you shouldn't yeah but there is another Jimi Hendrix song that Soundgarden covered and that was called Can You See Me and so that was the pick that I actually went with I think it's true to the original but yep. I, I really like um Cornell's vocal delivery and just the musicianship on it's it's really good. Were you thinking I was gonna do Into the Void or something? I thought Into the Void was. <laughs> it has that big, you know, drum. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's listen to some Soundgarden. Can you see me? Can you Okay, that's Can You See Me? Jake's number eight. So I'm going to hop on my number eight here. Mine is a Metallica song that I initially thought was a Metallica song, but it's not. And this isn't on Garage Days. Actually, it is on Garage Inc. But but when I bought the CD for this, Uh it was on Kill 'Em All, which was one of the first CDs I bought by them, believe it or not. Like when I first reset, it was like the one I, and Justice for All was my first. I I couldn't buy all of them at once. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Cash. So I bought Kill 'Em All because that's their first one. Yeah, start at the beginning. But when I bought it, they had extra tracks on it. They had two extra tracks. And one of these tracks, I've always been a World War II buff. Uh-huh. And it's a, a English band called Blitzkrieg. Wrote a song called Blitzkrieg. <laughs> and that's my number eight. Oh, interesting pick. So it was seriously just one of my favorite songs for a while. It was like one of those songs like, we need to play this. We need to play this. You know, like <laughs> that annoying thing in a band. You know, it's like there's no I way we're playing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's the German war machines, lightning war that really just was awful and bloody. And uh, 
in World War II, but always fascinated me what brought the world to that. And, mm-hmm. and it's so funny that we've seen the world just go crazy and it's not so shocking. And mm. yeah, it's just people just like love one another and stop being so crazy. Anyway. <laughs> All right. My number eight is Blitzkrieg from Italico. Off. You can find it on the Garage Days or Garage Inc., which is probably the best cover album of all time. That is a good one. So, any other thoughts on Blitzkrieg? Are you good? Uh, no, it's not on my list. No, I didn't think it was. <laughs> Why not? Because you don't have taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's listen to Blitzkrieg. Let's rock out a bit. listen to it all let's just listen to the whole yeah album. it is a good tune yeah well so that's my number that's eight a good album i really love the the garage ink covers literally that the album you can pick eight of them i could have picked oh yeah easy and like even even the two that were on kill them all which was blitzkrieg and am i evil mm. are killer songs both of them are amazing anyway let's jump away from metallica <laughs> into some more regular rock and roll regular regular 80s rock and roll this is off of use your illusion 2 <laughs> knocking on heaven's door oh okay by guns and roses a bob dylan song of course mm-hmm. it made my song a note for gnr it, it, there was a couple others that were in there it's like mama can living like die nice boys but when you say the words knocking on heaven's door i really don't think of dylan anymore yes I, you know i exactly. kind of think of axel it's one of those songs that Everybody thinks they can sing because you can always get that little raspiness. You know, knock, knock, knocking. You know, yeah, you can kind of feel yeah. that like a little bit. Yeah, 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 you yeah, don't have yeah. to be perfect. And yeah. Dylan's like that anyway, but Axel's right. like that to some degree too. The only thing I didn't like about the cover version was his whole spoken word oh, uh, yeah, phone call thing. Yeah, But, uh, <laughs> but that's Axel being Axel. But they really turned it up and, oh, it's so good. So uh, my number seven, yeah. knock on heaven's door. Do you have any comment or are you good? Yeah, it's it's... I think to that point before about it's it's one of the songs now that are synonymous with this band as opposed to the original one and I didn't get any GNR on my list spoiler alert but that was no that's okay that was the one of three that I was thinking that should be in there because like live and let die all these songs you're just like yeah they've made it their their own now a lot of times you hear that and they're like yeah that band now this song is theirs as much as it is the original artist it's funny live and let die I don't feel the same way with them. Mama like, can you do a bit? Mama can I do? Yeah. yeah, yeah, Mama can. Live and let die. I don't necessarily, and that's why that kind of pushed back. Because I, yeah. I'm a James Bond nut, so I remember the McCartney version because that was mm-hmm. in Live and Let Die, the movie, with Roger Moore, uh, the late Roger Moore. Check it out if you're ever into. Uh, some people always like dish on Roger Moore, but I grew up with Roger Moore as Bond. That's the Bond, and he's amazing. And uh, you know, you have Jaws, you have all that fun stuff in there. Oh yeah. It's it's a little cheese, but it's it's good. It's just really good. So anyway, my little uh, five seconds. Anything else on knocking numbers? Are you good? No, that's it. All right, let's listen to number seven. Knock knock knocking on heaven's door. Oh, okay, okay. I tell you what, 
the solo by Slash in that, mm-hmm. it's so simple. Not only that, you can feel the emotion in it mm-hmm. much more than a lot of Slash's stuff. Because what you'll do is like, down, 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 or down, da, 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 da. and at the end of the the run, he'll be like, oh, let scramble me scramble some notes in there. I have to like fly like sixty fourths yeah, at, at you for a little it. bit. But that one song he didn't. He stayed within his lane. It's tasty, and I think at the end of the day, mm-hmm. sometimes that's better. Yeah, I've always said that about Slash anyway. I feel like he does those solos that really um, are the ones that you can hum along to or, or sing, and it's just it's not super flashy. It's just the right notes in the right, right. way. It's very emotional. So, Absolutely. All right, so Jake, what is your number seven? Okay, this is a song that I originally picked Thank in, goodness. The, in the podcast as a song of note. Yeah, because if there's a couple that you picked – that were actually in your Dirty Dozen, but let's just sidebar. Yeah, yeah, I think this is the only one that I'm resurfacing. I okay, made sure okay, to okay. try not to, like, you know, double dip. But this is the Nine Inch Nails, Get Down, Make Love. Actually, that was, before you even get there, that was the name of my sex tape. Double dip. <laughs> I don't think I've seen that one. No, no. <laughs> it's on special release. <laughs> oh, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. You're, it's Nine Inch Nails? Yeah, Get Down, Make Love. Like I said, I gave it accolades during when we actually did the podcast for Nine Nails, but I always thought this was a great reinterpretation of the song. Um, sure. And true to the original, but but Trent did his thing over it and uh, made it really cool. Yeah, it's interesting. A lot of times after I'm, you know, dig deep two to three weeks in a band and listening to nothing but them and researching them, at the end of it, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Let's move on to the next one. But Nine Inch Nails is one of those bands that I kind of like went in and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just kept listening to yeah, uh, regularly and sneaking them like just they found especially the newer stuff but this you know it's a queen cover mm-hmm. and it was off their sin ep but it, it's really a, a great tune so let's listen to get down make love off of nine inch nails off of their sin ep it's really queen but it's we'll call it nine inch nails for now <laughs> Okay, that was Jake's number seven, Get Down, Make Love by Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Cover of a Queen song. So what do you have at number six, my friend? Number six, we're going back to Metallica. Okay. Off of, actually, I think it's Garage Days and Garage Inc. Sure. This one is Crash the Prince. Course? Oh, the Prince, okay. Yeah. Um, a diamond cover. But this one was always my favorite song on that EP, and it stuck out because it was such a thrasher of a song, but yeah. it's so like precise and tight. It just explodes with energy. This I bought this on cassette single. Yeah. They had the Prince on cassette single. And the opposite side it's was, worth it. was Bread Fan. Oh, I love that song. I like to sing it Bed Pan. Yeah, this tune. I was listening to it today, and I was just going to like listen to a few seconds, and I had to listen to the whole thing because it's just so amazing. Yeah, I mean, it's a Metallica. You just go through any of them. A Crash Course in Brain Surgery. Yeah. You could have been like oh, Green Hell, Last Crash. The Weight. Stone Cold Crazy was one of the ones mm-hmm. I actually kind of thought about, which was another Queen cover. Mm-hmm. And so what? <laughs> you can't play that one. No. <laughs> we can play like a couple the riffs and then we'll be done. Yeah, that would be about it. All right. Let's listen to The Prince. Jake's number six. Oh, 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 oh. 
Ah, that's goodness. So good. <laughs> and number so, six, so the Prince uh, Metallica. Such a good tune. <laughs> All right. That was Diamond Head, by the way. My number six is a Van Halen song. Mm-hmm. And this one came right after Eruption on one of the best first albums ever made. It's You Really Got Me by Van Halen. I remember sitting there and my father heard me play the song. He's like, oh, that's the Kinks. And I was, number one, props to my dad <laughs> for knowing who the Kinks were because I yeah. didn't think he was that cool. <laughs> and I just knew it as a Van Halen song. Mm-hmm. The way Eddie played it was so different. His technique and when he yeah. was just trying to go and right behind your head right now is the album. Like if you lean back and put your head back, you'll be hitting Van Halen 1 on the wall. <laughs> it's a great cover and it's pretty much Diamond Dave and Eddie in their element. Just an amazing cover. Any other thoughts on it? I'm not a fan of Van Halen covers. I feel like they did so many of them in their albums, and they aren't even songs I liked. So not to to be so negative. They suck, Rob. (laughs) And in fact, like what I want to tell you is, you suck. (laughs) Yeah, you Uh, you suck. I was like, uh, (laughs) like, yeah, um, (laughs) yeah, no. No, I get it. I get it though because I there's I mean it it's brilliant as a band to to do these songs because it got them so much attention. There's videos I've made from a lot of these cover songs that put them in your face. It was smart. Um, yeah, sometimes they do it good, sometimes they don't. Yeah. For example, Serve Somebody is a brilliant. That is a, a great a, a great a even better version. Like at, maybe at the end I tell you what, here's a surprise to everybody. At the end of this podcast we're going to put uh, our new single out, which is Serve Somebody, which is a cover of Bob Dylan. But forget Bob Dylan. We got the license. So it's our song now. Yeah. And we made it ours. And uh, we're going to be playing uh, November 9th. If anybody's in uh, the New Hole area at Vincenzo's. Uh, Santa Clarita. Say it. And it's Santa Clarita, but it's a, it's a New Hole. Yeah. Vincenzo's a New Hole. They have a music venue, all ages, uh, 7.30 on November 9th. Anyway, that was my only one and only plug. Mm. Uh, so let's hear You Really Got Me off of Van Halen. Van Halen 1. And a great tune. Let's listen. Despite what Jake says. Okay. <laughs> That's you really got me. We listened to a lot here. I'm mm-hmm. sorry that you didn't miss that. But when they have the breakdown, we were just listening to, which you will not hear. Girl, you really got me now. You got me so I can't sleep at night. Bow, bow, bow. And it just goes into Diamond Dave land. So it's it's wonderful. Let's go to my number five. This is a song that Jake hates. <laughs> I like to pre- So many of them. I like to preface that. And it's a song that was actually my song of note when we covered this band. And Jake mentioned that he hated the song. So that's why I know he hates the song. <laughs> but for me... Hmm. It was really in that blue shuffle, and it was that really kind of gritty turn back. Although it was on Texicali off uh, of ZZ Top, yeah. I gots to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to pick that I one. know. I mean, my first thought was Viva Las Vegas, and my second mm-hmm. thought was 36, 22, 36, which is wonderful covers by them. But although it's about drug dealing, <laughs> it's really catchy. And uh, just the fact that 
This is the first song that Billy Gibbons actually went out of his way, not to cover, but to reinterpret. And he had to go reach out to, oh, who's this? Uh, DJ DMD, Fat Pat and Little Kiki, and two of which had died. And he had to go and deal with the family on it. But he pushed his way through this so far. And he got it, and they've... Oh, it was him? I thought it was, like, Rick Rubin or somebody. No, 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 they pushed it, like, hey, you know, this is the song that we want to do. Why don't you like it, Jake? Mm, I feel like it was contrived. It's not the ZZ Top that I want or expect. I think it was... Little Kiki and Fat Pat are pretty much (laughs) ZZ Top. I I can't imagine. I can't argue that, really. And obviously, uh, the Rick Rubin produced uh, La Fertura. Right, right, right. When I was looking at the ZZ Top material and the covers, there's a lot of covers, but they're songs that they've made their own. Like, I, I wanted to do I Thank You, but that's I feel like that's just their song. I remember when that came out, and I just it was unsettling to me. So I, I can't... I just like like hot chicks, like, like chasing hot chicks in the desert. <laughs> yeah. I listened to music through a Beavis and Butted filter. <laughs> yeah, I was like, so, like, excuse me. I like to like pull uh, you over. <laughs> Oh man! Anyway, let's uh, let's listen to my number uh, five. I got to get paid by ZZ Top. I had a list. Make it last just a slight bit longer than that was a long run. Oh, anyway, Jake, what do you have at number five? (laughs) I just realized, by the way, before we even go, that we have not matched on one yet. Not even close. Yeah, that's a good point. That'd be interesting. I think we're going to. Let's uh, just say that. I think we're going to do it. At least one, but let's see. Maybe more. Okay, number five. I picked a Primus song. Really? Okay, okay. Yeah, this is Have a Cigar. I always thought... Of of all the covers, because Primus, you know, they they got a good amount of them, but this one I always thought was really good because Les's his vocals sound good, like kind of just like the original. The bass is it very sounds present. almost identical to the original. it does, but it's that original song, but it's also that Primus touch to it that you can tell. It's just enough to change it to make it their own, with uh, still honoring the original. Yeah, I really always loved this this version. They do. He's done a lot of Pink Floyd covers. Run like hell. His side band, they did a whole. They yeah, played Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah, they used they to did just the go out and pigs play or animals. What is it yeah, called? yeah, they used to just go out there and play An uh, all thing, Pink Floyd yeah. album. Uh-huh. Yeah, one of his side bands. He has so many different ones of them. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah. Have a cigar by Primus is good. Primus didn't make my list. But they're really close, but actually Candyman. Oh, yeah. pure, our pure imagination were really close to making my list because it was so different album, from yeah. the original. Yeah. It's uh, Primus and the Chocolate Factory, which mm-hmm. is a whole uh, redo of uh, Willy Wonka. It's worth a listen, at least one. And it is. If you just pick two songs from there, Candyman and uh, Pure Imagination are just amazing. <laughs> so those were the two that were in my... It's well, like, I, I think Candyman made my like number... I think it would have been number 13. It was really close. 
that would have been my I almost switched oh, in for wow. twelve for uh last kiss. That was that was that close. I wish you would have. I know you would have. <laughs> but I couldn't not put last yeah, kiss in there because I know you how much you love it. Yeah. All right. Have a cigar is great and it's uh, a fantastic Pink Floyd song, so it's also a fantastic primer song. <laughs> Uh, it's such a good tune. Yeah. Primus has a couple albums, Miscellaneous Debris, Rhinoplasty, and the Chocolate Factory, which we talked about before. But if you go, like, The Devil Went Down in Georgia, they redid a Charlie Daniels band, which is just fantastic. Check the video out on YouTube. Scissor Man by XTC was killer. I know, yeah, that's a fun one. And uh, The Family in the Fishing Net, and not only that, but The Intruder, which is a Peter Gabriel, and uh, mm. Stephen Petrie and I went over it when we did it. It's one of my top songs by yeah. by peter gabriel but intruder the way that primus redid it it's so good it's about somebody breaking into your house yeah. and kind of stalking you inside your house and getting off on it sort of thing it's kind of messed up but it's really good <laughs> that was have a cigar my gosh what my voice is going i blame the bomb Damn. uh <laughs> so what do you have at your number four okay my number four I know this one's important to you. I don't know where it lands, but I feel like it will. It's a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, High Ground. Okay. Stevie Wonder. It may be Obviously. on my list. Yeah, I have a feeling. But it's not one away from my list, no matter what. So <laughs> Yeah, they just bring that, that slamming heavy rock feel to an already funky tune, and then you just get this great jam. Yeah, I don't see this as a Stevie Wonder song at all. Again, it's a band that kind of made it their own, and you hear it, you're just like, yeah. And this was their first song. This was the first one out of the game. It was a breakout, yeah. This is the one that made people care about the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Stevie didn't know it when he wrote it, but he wrote it for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, I agree. Let's listen to it. Stevie knows nobody's going to bring me down. That bass line, yeah, it's great. Okay, that was Jake's number four, Higher Ground, Stevie Wonder song that was somehow covered by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. So let's jump to my number four. My number four is off of Unplugged in New York by Nirvana. It's a David Bowie cover, The Man Who Sold the World. Uh, It's amazing. The lick is so identifiable more as a Nirvana song than a David Bowie song. I think I even mentioned that this would have made my list if it wasn't a, uh, a cover, which was my song, A Note for Nirvana. It's just amazing unplugged performance, and they actually have a couple other performances that you can find on uh, Spotify, YouTube, and uh, think Apple Music. Don't hold me to the Apple Music part. <laughs> but the unplugged performance of this just made it a Nirvana, a Nirvana classic in my mind. Any thoughts or... I agree. It's a good song. Um, in terms of covers, it's not high on my list, but no, I get it. I mean, but but it just it, it, it grabs me. No, it is. Like you said too, it's one of the songs that Nirvana I think made their own and drew attention to, where most people probably didn't know where it came from or that it's even a cover. I give them creds because a lot of people who do those unplugged things, they just play their own tunes. Yeah, and they went out of their way a to play, covers, to play yeah. a bunch of different covers. Yeah. 
So anyway, so I I really like people this. on stage with them from the songs. Yeah, well, that's yeah, it's interesting that they they made their career for that. But anyway, let's not even go there. But the man, <laughs> the man who sold the world, David Bowie, was not there on stage. So I, I give them credit. And in fact, this is, Nirvana is the first time I heard this song. I'm not a David same Bowie here. guy. Yeah, same here. So um, the man who sold the world is my number four. Oh, no. That was my number four, The Man Who Served the World, off of Unplugged in New York by Nirvana. Yeah, good tune. It's a great tune. Um, hence, it being number four in the real list. <laughs> okay, my number three is a Skinner song, also by J.J. Kale, okay. but it's on Second Helping. It's totally identifiable with Skinner, and it actually made number nine on your podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call me the breeze. Yeah, it's uh, theirs. It's, <laughs> but it isn't. But yeah, it's a cover. But it's fantastic, and yeah. the guitar tone is just exceptional. It's a good Skinner track. The solos are amazing. I think I even mentioned that when you brought it up at number nine, I said the only reason it wasn't on my list it's it's was the cover. Yeah, and I was pretty stringent at that point. Mm-hmm. But right now, uh, my number three is they call me the breeze. By Leonard Skinner or for second helping. Call you for breeze. They call me for breeze. <laughs> they call me the breeze. You know, it's the horns and the guitar. Oh, so good. It's great, yeah. The so, more chances we can hear this song, I'm all about. listen to it all so good so that was my number three so jake what do you have as your number three and your number dose my number three this was off of a led zeppelin tribute album by sun temple pilots song called dancing days yeah i'm not shocked that somehow stp made your list well yeah (laughs) well i think this album in general there was like some uh rollins band cover on this that was really good this was a really fun album that i owned i don't know where it went but i do remember this one standing out because scott's voice it's really rich and lends itself to the song so well and i i love the kind of acoustic approach the drums there's like he's playing some uh, percussion there it's not like a full kit that he's doing but it was just such a cool approach to the song that really stood out to me and uh yeah i love it all right that's number three for jake dancing days stp goodness it's good it's yeah. like you forget who originally did that mm-hmm Maybe you don't, but I did. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jake, what do you have at number two, my friend? Number two, you said Nirvana. It's from the same album, actually, but this one is Where Did You Sleep Last Night? Okay, no, I totally get that. Yeah. Um, I was actually, you know, if I was kind of like trying to figure out in my head where you were going to go with, and I thought you would be like, I don't know. 
like turn around their Molly's lips or son of a gun or love buzz or something like that. Or Jesus don't want me for a sunbeam. No, I, that one I didn't <laughs> think you were going to do. I know you're not a, a big Vaseline's guy, but whatever. Uh, I love Vaseline. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that was the ear thing before. Right? <laughs> I guess, you know, his time in college, he still has that love. Uh, where do you sleep last night? It's another David Bowie. No, it's not. It's, no, it's, it's, a, it's a lead belly. belly. Lead belly. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's the thing. I'm a big 1930s blues, like, stripped down these old guys who were just... He like, likes stripping down old guys. Yeah. That's what he's saying. <laughs> but, yeah, so I think what stood out, I mean, it was like, it was almost, it was the last song, I think, that we ever really saw or heard from them. But the, with Kurt, there was just, like, such angst and ferocity in his vocal delivery at the end, like, in the video. I don't know if you sure, sure. watch the video. That last line is, like... His eyes are closed, and he opens them, um, like at the end, briefly for that last line. It's just it, he pulls all the emotion out of the original and really honors it. I think the the original song, all the the blues elements of it, and there's like beautiful strings on it. It's just yeah, and but so but you think it dig into the words and the whole thing with Courtney Love and you know the yeah. whole conspiracy theory it's, that this is not something I believe in, but there is a conspiracy. I just want to call it out that Courtney Love was part of somebody who killed yeah kurt i, I don't say she didn't yeah i mean there was some there's people out there who believe 100 mm-hmm. percent that that's a lot the of case. documentaries i've watched that yeah that make you think like arrest her yes yeah, <laughs> how could the whole singer do that i can't believe that next it, week we're uh, doing whole <laughs> <laughs> yeah right, for the two songs Number number, number seven. Doll parts. Yeah, number seven off of their debut album, I Killed Kurt Cobain by Courtney Love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm Hashtag JK. <laughs> I, I don't believe it, but Jake does. So Jake was telling me about I it do. before. So believe Jake. <laughs> Just watch some documentaries. <laughs> There's a bunch of them out there. I tell you what. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's funny. My daughter's boyfriend is a big Nirvana fan, which is a good plus for him. Actually, he's earning points with he's that. He's earning one, points uh, with that. Yeah, yeah. but he's, did you he, quiz him though to make sure? No, no. But he's a big Courtney Love killed Kurt guy. Okay. Oh, we should hang out. Yeah. So anyway, he's here right now. He's in the other room. Where do you sleep last Bring night? <laughs> this is where do you sleep last night? Off of Unplugged in New York City. That's Jake's number two. Where do you sleep last night? Lord knows. Yep. Kirk Cobain's last words to Courtney. All right. So my number two is a song that Jake already did. Oh, good. The one we matched on, which may or may which, not be, depending on number what number one is. I think we're going to match number one. We could. But number two is <laughs> Higher Ground by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Good pick. It's the first Chili song I've ever heard. If it wasn't a cover song, it would definitely have been on my list. And I actually thought of breaking my role for this song. It was that good. <laughs> and like, it's Stevie knows that nobody's going to bring me down. And Stevie knows that he wrote this song for the Chili Peppers. He did not write this <laughs> song for himself because his song is just a shadow of the song. I'm sure they made him some money and he's super happy. Yeah, I, he has to be because he really did a crap job on when he put yeah, together the he- start. <laughs> 
He should have collaborated <laughs> with him. Yeah, it's like he was blind to the the way it should have been done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The weird thing is, uh, Anthony Kiedis joked that the reason they covered this song is because it was between this song and covering Hangin' Tough by New Kids on the Block. No way. Yes. Oh, God. They were going to cover one of those two songs. Well, maybe they would have made it cool. Yeah, Hangin' Tough would have been the Hangin coolest tough. song. It would have been... Hanging tough. Anyway, uh, my number two is Higher Ground by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That's right, dog. <laughs> Tell you what, uh, Kiedis really, the, the ad-libs in there just makes, say it kills on, it. Say it on. The, the funky, funky <laughs> sound. Okay, so my number one, and now let's see if we match, is by a band out of the UK. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. A Kansas McCoy and Memphis mini song off of Led Zeppelin 4, When the Levee Breaks. Uh, you're kidding, right? No, it really was? That's my number one. Yeah. That was the only it, song that actually made my Dirty Dozen when we did it, even though it was a cover. This is before I had that rule, I guess. But Zeppelin was such a weird band that they had so many yeah, songs, so many songs are covers, that there were covers. But this one, if I put the list up, maybe the number one song, or it's very close to mm -hmm. it. I haven't really thought it out so much, but it's probably the number one song by Led Zeppelin in my mind. Yeah, I agree. The innovative techniques they use to record the drums, the backwards echoes they use for the harmonica, everything in this, it's just the best cover of all time in my head. They was recorded at a different tempo. It was slowed down. It seemed almost trance-like. Uh, things were added to each verse, the phrasing of the vocal changes, there's backwards reverb. There's everything happening with this song. Yeah, it's fantastic. So, when the levee breaks is my number one. I don't blame you because this song, when it when someone says like, "What's the heaviest song?" I would say when levee breaks is going to be the heaviest song you could ever play. Yeah. This one, when I think of Zeppelin, like it's always a standout one. But because it is so much that they've reinterpreted it, digested it. And then made it their own it's thing. It's actually not that different from the original. The drums right. are absolutely... The musicality of it is. Right. But if you play the original Memphis Mini song... No, I agree. It, it flows But there's the a lot way. of... Like we said, Led Zeppelin's difficult because that a lot of their material, their content, is based on a lot of um, renditions. Some are very similar. Some are completely twisted. Because I wanted yeah. to do Traveling Riverside Blues. Right. So badly wanted to, to throw that in the mix. But I was like, no, because it's not a cover. It's almost a tribute to robert johnson it's not really covering so i was like and so i think this is where we make our own rules with like what would work because i actually picked when levy breaks when we did led zeppelin yeah because yeah, it, it was, it, it so was on both of our lists yeah it, it, literally this is the first cover song that was on both of our and the fact that that was the case yeah when i looked at the list because i put i compiled the list of every cover song i ever made and there's this beautiful site out there that covers it, and I will put a link to it on our, our webpage. I'm not going to talk about it now, but but they have all of the licenses that people use, so they get everything. Mm -hmm. So I can see every song made by, 
you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers or Leonard Skinner or Nirvana or Led Zeppelin, that is a cover song or even a tra- traditional song, it'll pop it up. But yeah, it's when I saw this on, I was like, yeah, how can I possibly put anything else? And I picked, went, went through Zepp, I'm like, okay, of these cover songs, which is the one that's their best song? By far, it was When the Levee Breaks. Yeah. And I'm like, even though I thought of that as a Zeppelin song, I had to put it there. I agree. I if I would even put that in like maybe the best songs ever. It's It rivals that importance to me and the drum but, sound was just like as far yeah. as it being a drummer i'm sure you that drum sound is it's just amazing yeah, it just, yeah. There, there's something about this song that's just it's timeless and it will always be important and again it would have been in here if i didn't put my own restrictions my own rules on being if that's a cover or their own and i mm-hmm. sided with being like they they made it their own and it, it shouldn't be on here so because of that, I didn't put any Led Zeppelin or ZZ Top because I felt like the, the ones, like I said, I thank you, these songs that I wanted to put on there that were very much their own and not even really, I felt like covers. They're more like maybe tributes to the original. So I made my own sort of parameters on where it would land. So I don't fault you at all because I am I will always take any opportunity to hear the song. Yeah. But it didn't even um, come into my list because of my own rules. Okay. You're... you're- Ill-advised rules, which, we, which, yeah, which are making one of the best songs. Sort of, uh, well, we, we said we said like. if it's on that list, it's counts, and I, I, <laughs> I even sent you the list. Yeah, but but what? But nothing. But but it already made my uh, original list. I so know. I like, well, yeah, it made my list too. But I was like, this is the only song I've no, ever good, yeah. put on any Dirty Dozen that's a cover. Anyway, when the yeah, levee this... breaks, here's my number one. Yeah, that's it. Uh, off of Led Zeppelin Four. Okay, I just want to listen to that song over and over again. Yeah, you can't go wrong with it. But when the levee breaks, okay. Now I'm really curious. I have no idea what your number one is. Really? I thought you. I thought we were gonna line up. Actually, yeah, I know. It's it's always weird. I think higher ground is the only one we really actually matched on this whole time. Really. Yeah, uh, it is, but I thought we were going to match on this one. Okay. Um, What, are you going to go Faith No More War Pigs? Yeah, nothing? because this band, I sat here and thought about four or five covers they've done that are like, I don't know, it's just that band, no matter what they touch, is gold. And I don't know if it's just the players that compose the band that just make it so impeccable and so great, but this... Yeah, so War Pigs, I feel like the live version is also very good. But the one off of the first album is so great because I, I feel like the it they inject so much into the song, it makes it better than the original, which is a dangerous thing to say. But I think Mike Borden on drums gives it that intensity. He, he changes things subtly to make it his own. Mike Patton gives it a kind of cool, croony sort of... Uh, a vocal line in there too it, it, it parts and it's just it sounds like the original but they also make it so much their own so this one i always just felt like wow this was uh, an amazing cover out of left field but faith the more there's so many covers they do that i wanted to throw in here also it's actually it's funny like when i finally came down to the faith the more song i was going to do uh-huh. i had war pigs initially that was my first thought right 
That's was everybody's easy? first. Easy was yeah, the one. Easy's great. Easy was the one I put in my list, and it actually made my number fourteen, if you will. Yeah. It was like it was just slightly out. Like War Pigs would have made my like think number sixteen, or something. So I'm like, oh, what would make it? Give it another sh- chance. And I'm like, I remember being at a concert with them, and they played Easy, and I was I was laughing at like this is a joke, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was so awesome. It is, yeah. And, and you know, even my metalhead so self, who well, was like, you have to take a notice. You're helmet like, well, and all that stuff. That I was like, yeah. and I was laughing, but I was like, wait, this is actually not, killing it. He's killing it, yeah. yeah. And even though it wasn't in anywhere near my genre at the right. time, but it was like, oh, you know, War Pigs is just one of those songs that there's so many people who covered it in my head. Yeah, too that many. I'm like, it's too like, many. you know, it's like. Maybe it's just Sabbath that does it right. You know what I mean? I do like, as I said, from the real thing. It was one of my favorite songs ever. Uh, so I get yeah. it. The thing is that it, Easy was right there, a contender for me too. But so was This Guy's In Love With You, the Burt Bacharach song. I, for sure, some reason, yeah. I always loved that one. Well, and... I'm not shocked because you already <laughs> talked about some of your, your college things. So okay. <laughs> and also... <laughs> There was one that I always remembered that I had on some bootlegs also that was they did a Portishead cover of uh, Glory Box and where Mike Patton, he's singing like, give me a reason to love you. Give me a reason to be a woman. I would suggest looking that one up. But I don't know. Even I started a joke. There's It's just because you look at these guys, you're like, you see what they do, but then they will hit you with something from left field. You're like, you even... You listen to that, let alone can cover that impeccably. So no, much so it, it's fantastic, like, wow. yeah. But of all of them, I think War Pigs is the one, like I said, it just, when I listen, when I want to hear that song, I want to hear their version. So let's hear War Pigs off of The Real Thing by Faith No More. Jake's number one. In the fields of bodies burning As the war machine keeps turning It's so funny that that song has inspired so many bands. And we talked about Primus last week. And Too Many Puppies, I think, was the one that they that he wanted to to take War Pigs. And it's like, oh, how would I re right. how would I write War Pigs that sort of song for me today? And it was mm-hmm. the Too Many Puppies thing that Primus went to switch out the animal and but pigs for puppies instead of pigs for puppies. <laughs> Peace for puppies, it should be some sort of slogan. I don't know what it would mean, but there make we go. Make that a bumper sticker. All right. Let's r- make a real quick rundown. Let's think of things that we missed. Okay? We, we hit our number one already. Yeah, good call. So, In Excess, did you have one that jumped out at you? I love In Excess, but no. For me, the loved one off a of kick it was one of the songs I didn't realize mm. was a cover, and it was in my five, the, the, the mystery five. Wow, really? Because um, let's listen to two seconds of it, but if, if you listen to it real quick. Okay. Well, that almost made my last. John Cougar Mellencamp, anything? Yeah, the Van Morrison tune only because I just remember when that video was popular and always on MTV. But I didn't particularly like the song, so it, as much as it was kind of like in my radar, it wasn't important. It was another enough. one that I thought of that Wild song. Wild Nights, that's what it's called. Yeah, Wild Nights yeah. off of a, a Dance Naked. It's one of those albums that I listened to and my wife had, that I had to give it a 
listen to and consider it for the list. I didn't end up going that way, but let's give it a listen. And Okay, that was the one that was kind of close. The next band, I didn't have anything close, but there was one song that stood out for me from them, which is Def Leppard, which has a ton of covers, <laughs> yeah. but they're all awful. I didn't pick any of them. It just seems so forced. I think it's a lot of it, like Personal Jesus and stuff like that. It's just crap. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't sit through it. The one that jumped out at me that I kind of didn't know as much as said, well, maybe there's a possibility that they wrote that song. Was Rock On? Oh, that is a good version. Yeah, it sounds like a Def Leppard song. I think it that's does. Why it works. Yeah, in a sea of mediocrity, this one totally stands out. So let's take a listen to Rock On by Def Leppard. Okay, that was uh, Def Leppard. Allison Chains we had, Van Halen we had, ZZ Top we had, Nirvana we had, A in Spades, Guns N' Roses, Tom Petty we had, Metallica we had, Peter Gabriel. Any thoughts? None, no. Oh my gosh. He had a an album called Scratch My Back, which is phenomenal. Uh, the one that got popular was Heroes, which is a David Bowie cover. But there's a song called Book of Love. It's really good. It's really light though. At the end of the day, it just the lightness of it pushed it out for me. Yeah. I'm gonna play it for you. It's so fantastic. So let's hear it. Okay, that's enough. But uh, it's what was the cover of? The Magnetic Fields was a band, huh. alternative band. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so Pearl Jam we had. I'm going down the list. Nine Inch Nails we had. Leonard Skinner we had. Stone Temple we had. Aerosmith we had. Red Hot Chili Peppers we both had the same song. Promise we had. There we go. So we've been through it all. So let's go to. Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about the beer. Well, beer. We've had some great times. When I was 17, I drank some very good beer. I drank some very good beer I purchased with a fake ID. My name was Brian McGee. I stayed up listening to Queen when I was 17. Thank you, Homer, for the intro. Uh, let's go talk about the beer that I finished a little bit ago here. Uh, mm -hmm. What do you think? Double IPA? It's good. It's strong. Unveiled Brewing Company? Strong beer. Not too heavy on flavor, but that's not a bad thing sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty much straight ahead beer. Yeah. That's what little, it tastes like. I mean, obviously, you have uh, you know the, the different notes, but mm -hmm. it's not like a lot of these that have like uber fruity stuff right it's not tastes no. like straight ahead ipa but yeah. it's uh packs a little bit more punch yes it does so all right so let's go to the computer and i have a feeling i know what number one is in five four three two one and now here's the definitive top 12 covers by the 
23 groups we've done so far. In the year. In the year. The first year of the Dirty Dozen podcast. Who would have thunk it? Uh, number 12, Guns N' Roses, Knocking on Heaven's Door. Hmm. Number 11, Metallica, The Prince. Number okay. 10, You Really Got Me by Van Halen. Number 9, Have a Cigar by Primus. Number 8, I Gots to Get Paid <laughs> by ZZ Top. Number seven, The Man Who Sold the World by Nirvana. Number six, They Call Me the Breeze by Leonard Skinner. Number five, Dancing Days. That was Stone Temple, right? Mm-hmm. Number four, Where Did You Sleep Last Night by Nirvana. Two on the list. Number three, Miraculously by, it would have been their number one song on their list. But in ours, it's number three, Led Zeppelin, mm-hmm. When the Levee Breaks. Number two, War Pigs. And I'm pretty sure Levy Breaks and War Pigs were tied, but we'll give War Pigs the kicker. Right. So War Pigs <laughs> is number two. And number one is Higher Ground by the Chilis, Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers, which it, it's realistically what should be the best cover. Yeah, of all time. I'll relent to that. Yeah. That makes sense. So thank you so much for being a part of what we do. Check, we'll try it out today. It is disgusting. It is something we never <laughs> should try. It is a total fail. And we did that today, so check that out too. Like, uh, subscribe, tell your friends, tell your friends' friends, tell your parents, tell your tell your school, tell everybody about this podcast. Let us let people know. Oh, at the end here, we're gonna be playing Surf our, Somebody, right? We're gonna be playing Surf Somebody by uh, by us, North yeah. Park Mission. Jake plays on it. I play on it. Some good guitar some good drums and love the uh, keys too yeah jason weck plays mm. keys on it the one who sat in on uh the pink floyd episode stephen petrie the one who sat in on peter gabriel peter gabriel uh, is on it and alan campbell is playing bass the one who sat in on aerosmith so there we go we're wow. all involved <laughs> in this one yep. and it's uh Originally Bob Dylan, but we made it better. Totally. And we got licensing for it, so we own our version of it. So check it out. Let's listen to Surf Somebody by North Park Mission. And by the way, if you happen to be, last plug, if you happen to be in Southern California on November 9th, (laughs) come out to Vincenzo's in Newhall. They're known as a pizzeria but they have a music venue there all ages 7 30 on november 9th all right so let's listen to serve somebody and i will see you in two weeks god bless
States You might have drugs at your command Women in a cage You may be a businessman Or some high degree thief They may call you doctor Caviar, I like to eat bread. 
Hey, you may call me Zimmy. You may call me Archie. 